What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You know where to find me at. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platform to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder, get more people into therapy, and also uh, validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about when you try to discard a narcissist and they promise you to do any, they say they'll, that they will do anything you want. They'll do whatever it takes to keep you. They'll do whatever they'll, they'll make the necessary changes that it'll take to keep you. But in that moment right there, I, I said, okay, let me, I'm going to take it from both angles. So in that moment right there, when a narcissist or a toxic person or whoever says that, they don't mean that they are doing it because they want to actually change. They say it because they actually just want to keep their life the same. They don't actually want to go through the inconvenience of breaking up or separating or divorcing or having not having you in their life. The convenience, like the convenience factor, like it's so much easier uh, paying the bills this way, living this way, having the cars this way, having extra money this way. It's so much easier to have this person who I know, who I can manipulate, who I can take advantage of, as opposed to having to start fresh with somebody else. Yeah, they say that in the moment. They, they don't say it because they actually mean. If they are a real narcissist, they don't say it because they actually mean that they want to actually change. You leaving and them begging and pleading you to leave, you begging and pleading them to, that you leaving and them begging you and pleading you to stay, that is not like genuine. That is not rock bottom. The only way for narcissists to actually go to therapy and make any kind of positive behavioral alterations is to hit rock bottom. You leaving and them actually sitting down talking to you and begging and pleading and telling you that they'll do whatever it takes. That is just them saying that. And here's the caveat right here, y'all. Here's a small caveat. When they say that they'll do whatever it takes to make you happy, typically they'll start listing out the things that will make you happy. I'll go to therapy. I'll stop doing this. I'll stop doing that. I'll start doing this. I'll start doing that. They'll list off the things that they know will make you happy. And that right there should be a huge red flag blanket tarp. Red flag blanket tarp that you lay out on like literally. Because that means that they always knew what it took to make you happy. And that they were intentionally withholding that because they didn't want to do it. They just know what it. They know what it takes to make you happy, but they were not making the the forward the forward effort to make it actually happen. They knew it. They were just withholding it from from you because they didn't have to do it. But now, when you want to leave, they want to do it. And this is where people get caught up sometimes. It gets on my damn nerves, y'all. I'm I'm gonna let you, let you let y'all know how much it gets on my damn nerves. When I'm doing my one on ones with people, and the first thing out their mouth is like. Ugh, of course, I took them back because they told me everything that I wanted to hear. Of course, they told you or going to tell you everything that you want to hear. Why in the hell, if they didn't want you back, would they say the stuff that would they tell you the truth? Like, of course, they're going to tell you in that moment what they want to hear. How do I know if, if they're going to change though? if I don't take them back? They should be able to leave you alone and grow by themselves. They should make them say, hey, look, OK, how about this? You go to therapy, but the, but that doesn't mean I'm going to take you back. See how see if they go to therapy. That's how you test them right there. Okay, you go to therapy, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to absolutely take you back. How about that? How's that? How does that sound? And they'll be like, you know, they'll say stuff like that, and they'll see how it works. They'll they'll literally to, to test you to point to you know to test you to point the finger at you to point the blame at you and stuff like that. They will test you. Well, I, I told you what I would do 
Well, see, if you ain't gonna come back, then I ain't going to therapy. If you ain't gonna come back, I ain't gonna make these necessary changes. That means that they were just doing it to keep you there. They were just doing it out of convenience to themselves, for themselves. They were just doing it to help to, for, to help themselves out, not to help you, to tell you everything that you want to hear. Of course, it'd be blowing my mind, y'all. Be, y'all be believing this. I know you love them, but stop believing everything out of people's mouths when they pushed into a corner. When they're back into a corner, when you about to leave and you pack your stuff up, that's when they, they of course, they're going to promise you to change. And if they, if they don't promise anything, if they just beg and plead and cry, and for you to stay and you stay and nothing, they don't promise at least make them promise something at least put a plan of action in the place y'all just be forgiving people and reconciling with them because they cry because a man starts crying because a woman starts crying like, i know the, the tears started to flow and i didn't think that they were narcissists i heard that narcissists couldn't cry or feel emotions because the the blanket statements that i saw on youtube said that narcissists really can't feel emotions so when he started crying i just knew he wasn't a narcissist but guess what Two months later, it was all back to the same, and it got worse. This time, he, instead of just punching me, he choked me, too. All right, you see, so physical violence, I don't do the physical violence. So if you do a one-on-one with me over Zoom or anything like that, and there's been physical violence involved, I just don't, I'm always just to tell you to leave. I'm just 100% time to tell you to leave because it, that doesn't get better, and you will never, ever feel the same about that person again. You just won't. You won't feel safe around that person. They'll raise their hand, and it'll trigger you. Like, no, no, no. And it's men and women. Women are physically violent to men too because so a lot of women would use that as like, well, I'm going to hit you and if you hit me, I'm going to call the police. And it'll look like, you know, I'm a woman. What I'm going to do? So be careful with that. Point blank period. I'm at my brother's house in Charlotte, y'all. And there's two dogs right here in the floor, like right underneath me, just looking at each other. These dogs, these are friendly dogs though. But yeah, stay true to yourself, y'all, because they, they promise, like, they'll do whatever it takes except do it for themselves they'll do whatever it takes to keep you there and they know what it takes to make you happy they did it before you know you you know they did it before that's why you stay this long you know that they know what it takes to make you happy they just stopped doing it they just it just seems like a light a light switch just went off one day and they just stopped they just stopped being in love with you they just stopped doing stuff for you and they know the stuff that it takes to make you happy because a lot of times when a narcissist senses that you are pulling away, they'll start to do little stuff for you. They'll breadcrumb you. They'll give you little little pieces of love. They might clap the cheeks or something like that. They might put their cheeks on you when they know you're about to leave. Hey, when they know you're about to leave. They might do that for you. They might do it because they know you're about to leave. They, they can sense that you're about to leave, and they'll just do it like that. They're about to be telling people you have to take back your power and stand in your truth because if you don't, you end up with a, uh, you end up with a narcissist. For a very, very long extended period of time. So take it how you want to. Be standing your truth. But like, if they're if 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 you're going to leave, stand on it. I know I know people go back. I know it takes well, I say uh, people say it takes an average of seven times for people to actually leave an abusive or toxic relationship or whatever. I get that, I understand. But an average means that it might take somebody one time and it might take somebody uh 13 times so you add that together that's 14 divided by two the average is seven so you don't want to be the person that takes 13 times to leave because imagine it y'all break up 13 times y'all separate 13 times or whatever and y'all keep getting back together imagine how many people don't want to be around you anymore imagine how many people are going to want to not be around i wouldn't want to be around you give me three you had three breakers i used to stop i, I know i'm a narcissist y'all but i used to stop hanging around my homeboys when they were in these toxic relationships they'd be back and forth three four times all right look i ain't hanging around y'all ever again until y'all just separate for good. Until this is done for good. I'm never y'all will never see me again. This is toxic as hell. Nobody, nobody wants to be around that energy. So you'll see it a lot of times when you need toxic relationships, you'll start to lose your friends and family 
you start to be by yourself, and then you wonder, like, you wonder why nobody's there for me. Why don't nobody want to talk to me or hang with me? Because they don't want to be around that mess. They see you disintegrating into nothingness. They see you losing yourself. They see the lights going out in your eyes. They see that type of stuff. And then you sitting there, but you in love, though. Love will kill you. They just that killer love. This is like poisonous love right there. You drinking water. It's like it's like drinking dealing with a narcissistic person for a very, very long time is like drinking salt water trying to quench your thirst. You know, at the, in the moment it feels like it quenches your thirst, but it does more harm than good. And that analogy was fire. Don't you dare tell me that analogy wasn't fire right there. Ooh, I love what I'm in the moment, y'all. That's why I don't cut this. I just be talking. And it, it be flowing out of me. If you made it this far, flex for me, y'all. I love it. I really love it. I really do. That's a, that analogy was fire, though. Yeah, loving a narcissist is just like trying to quench your thirst with salt water, with seawater. It feels In the moment, it feels good, but later on, it does more harm to good. Like, yeah, it's fire, flame hot. But yeah, make sure that if you decide to take these people back, y'all, take people back, make sure that there's consistent change behavior. I always say that is the only acceptable apology. The only way for recon- real real reconciliation is consistent changed behavior. Lee, how do we know they're not consistently changing if I'm not with them? Do you through during your previous breakups, have one or the other person been blowing the other person up? Has the phone been ringing off the hook? Text messages back and forth, emails popping up. If they can they need to be able to leave you alone. They need to be you need to be able to set boundaries and fo- they need to be able to follow a plan of action. For an extended period of time, this cannot be a one-month plan of action. This needs to be an extended plan of action with measurable change. Can you talk to them? Can you voice your opinion without getting screamed at? Can you speak to them in a calm manner? A lot of stuff, that stuff matters, y'all. It really does matter. That's what I tell people. You need to be, you're only as strong as, your, as yourself. Power up, start doing stuff for yourself because if you don't, you'll get lost in this relationship. You'll lose a lot of friends. You'll lose a lot of family and people will literally won't start caring for you. People will literally just, some people will just step back and say, hey, guess what you get? You should stop going back. And people, because a lot of people don't understand narcissistic abuse and things like that. They just don't, y'all. But anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I really, truly appreciate y'all. Y'all know as much as y'all learn from me, I learn even more from y'all. I know y'all want to see the dogs. They're right here on the floor fighting. If y'all on my podcast on, on Apple Music, you don't get to see the dogs. Y'all follow my YouTube. It's like two pit bulls on the floor fighting. Um, they're not fighting, but they like they being dogs. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. Like and subscribe for more mental illnesses out. Peace.